Hi. Hang on. I hello. I was. <laughs> Sorry, I was. I was stuck in a bit of a an accent rut before we were we started rolling. Like, what's the word? I was like. Hello. I was like. Wait. How do I get out of this voice that I'm talking in? Hi. Uh, welcome. Have you heard the good news about jaguars? Oh, I have. Is this the car or the animal? The animal. I haven't. I'm Sophia, and I use she, her pronouns. I'm Kat slash Dylan, and I use they, them pronouns. Tell me about Jaguars, not the car. Um, so uh, Jaguars, this is the, the, the headline. It's from Wired Magazine. Um, it is by Emiliano Rupra. Can't speak today. I also had a drink before this. It's okay, and it's eight, it's eight p.m. It's fine. Um, I went to a bar with my dad, and I ordered a drink called the Dealer's Choice, wherein the bartender just makes up a drink. Fun. Um, of questionable strength. Also, um, just a heads up: we do have. Yeah, there's a dog in here. We do have a dog. Or maybe not. Dog in play potentially. She'll potentially play. a dog in play. She wants more pets. She loves me. I'm she her always, favorite. We have Gigi with us today. Um, oh, so this article is from Wired. It is in the category cat fancy, okay. which is apparently a category it's, on Wired. All right. Um, how the jaguar, king of the forest, might save its ecosystem. Sweet. Um, I don't have my water bottle. It's nice. Quiet. Um, Enough. <clears throat> so the, the jaguar might save its ecosystem. Is this going to be like wolves in Yellowstone? That's what I was thinking when I clicked into it, but um, it has to do with a train line that was threatening uh, this Mexican reserve, which is the jaguar's habitat. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I'm not entirely, I didn't actually read the article. I just saw the headline and got excited. Um, But the, the, the general thing is they can't build the train line because of the jaguars. Oh, nice. Um, and so now they can't build the train line, which means that this uh, protected reserve will be preserved. Sweet. So how many say that five times fast? Good job. Um, Good job, kitty cats. Yeah. Um, we love nature and cats. If you were speaking, speaking of nature and I guess kind of cats, we saw the movie Jungle Cruise this week. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. We saw it on Tuesday. Yeah. It is now... Saturday night on Tuesday, if you were wondering, there were two fan fictions on Archive Hour of Our Own tagged McGregor slash Frank. Frank, there are now nine. Oh boy! So, an increase of seven in like four days. McGregor, Disney's Disney's first, <laughs> first gay, gay character, character. again. Um, Although I have to say, I was more pleased with this gay representation yeah. again. Um, my. D- <sighs> I, I don't know if I talked about this, but um, to my dad got mad with me calling um, the the character in Cruella a uh, uh, trigger warning. I'm going to once again uh, use the F slur because I am allowed to as a member of the queer community and as somebody who is gay. So I am going to use it, but just a warning. So I'm about to use that word. But um, that character in Cruella is a, <coughs> a faggot. 
um, I was much more pleased with yeah, McGregor because we were sitting there and we were like, this man feels fruity. Yeah. <laughs> for like he, for like the first half of the movie. I was like, I was like, I like this this like prissy British man. And we were like, I appreciate we, him. We were both like, we like this, we like this fruity little man. And then who's halfway very, through the movie, he has a heart to heart with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> We were both like, this man feels very queer coded. Yeah. Like this is great. And then he sits down and has a heart to heart, and it's like, oh, he's like, it's he's not like, queer coded. He's just gay. My family doesn't like me because of who I love, except for my sister. So I would follow her to the ends of the earth because she'll love me no matter what. Um, and he he also says, um, uh, it's set he, he, it's set in 1916. Yeah, he says he says the phrase. Um, uh, uh, finding love elsewhere, and then he and The Rock drink to finding love elsewhere. Literally, like they 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 drink to being fruity, um, which is why I've been watching the AO3 tag. Um, the uh, so the I really just think here, it's funny how Jack Whitehall, the actor who's playing McGregor, is literally playing basically playing his dad in this show, which is hilarious um, because. Jack Whitehall has a show where he travels around the world with his father mm-hmm. and goes to like Thailand and Mexico City and the Ukraine and meets the people who live there and mm-hmm. things like that and has tries to have an authentic experience with his father mm-hmm. who is a very, you know, upper middle class kind of stuffy British man. Um, and he, Jack Whitehall is like, oh, this is really fun. I'm really enjoying this experience. And his dad is like, it's hot. I don't want to be here. This food is spicy. (laughs) This food is spicy. Yeah, no, but it's really, I highly recommend watching Jack Whitehall's show. I forget what it's called, but he's like just traveling around the world with his dad. And his dad isn't like overtly disrespectful at any point. His dad's just like incredibly uncomfortable with being anywhere outside of Great Britain basically. Yeah, anywhere that is warm and like nature. Yeah, pretty much. Um quick quick pause. Quick pause. I just got the the warning from my Zoom that the battery is low. Are you kidding? Do you, can you charge it? Um no, but it takes double A's if you have them. I do have double A's. We're going to pause the recording real quick so I can switch out the battery in our in our Zoom. Anyway, this man oh. in Jungle Cruise is fruity. Is that what we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know how much more we need to talk about Jungle yeah. Cruise. I feel like we have the same opinion of Jungle Cruise that we do of the Jumanji movies. Good, fun. Not like a film, but... The, it's The Rock. And this one has Emily Blunt in it, so yeah. it's better. You it's know got- what? I think I have a high... Maybe I like this one more. No, well, this one's Disney, so like... Ugh. But the other one is, the other one has both Jack Black and The Rock in it. So yeah. like, yeah. But the but Jumanji has Kevin Hart in it, so that is a strike against it. Not that I have some vendetta against Kevin Hart, but like every movie that I've ever seen with Kevin Hart in it, I've always just been like, oh, he's in this. <laughs> um, Sorry, Kevin, if you're listening, <laughs> I like don't have beef with you, but like. Kevin, if you're listening, come on our podcast. Defend your name. The only... Actually, can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. The only celebrity I would ever actually really want on this podcast is, in fact, Jason Statham. That's fair. And, Um, well, I could have The Rock on the podcast. I would... Literally any celebrity... We have to watch Hobbs and Shaw. 
That's The Rock and Jason Statham. Nice. <laughs> Kevin um, Hart's also in that movie. He does show up. What was I brain words? Oh, um, my my official review of Jungle Cruise is it's got Pirates of the Caribbean energy and what more could you ask for? And it's fruity. And it's fruity. Like, well, not that not that Pirates of not the Caribbean isn't fruity. Not but like not like the Pirates of the Caribbean didn't make be all of our bio awakenings, but um <laughs> Thank you, Kira Knightley. But like this one's like legitimately fruity. Yeah, this one is um openly fruity. But like here's can I make a complaint about it though? Yeah, go for it. It's a great and fantastic character moment, but my problem with it is that I feel like it's nothing that they couldn't cut out of the movie, which is yeah. really frustrating. Because again, I feel like Disney's just doing it for like points. Yeah, for like um They're like Yeah. And not that I, I really like the moment between, and I think it, it I like the fact it adds it definitely adds to the movie and yeah. both of their stories. And I I really like the fact that instead of oh we should say spoilers because I don't oh. know if we're gonna talk about we haven't said anything too spoilery spoilery other than McGregor is gay yeah but I don't know if we'll get into well I was it. just gonna say I like the fact that the Rock's character didn't just um I don't even the the Rock's character aka Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, <laughs> What uh, is his character's friend? Frank. Si- Frank. Frank. Um, uh, oh, but what I was going to say I was... I really um, wish that they had just been friends for the whole time, too. Can I just say that as well? I wish they hadn't had any romance mm, at all. Like, I yeah. wish they had just been platonic friends the whole yeah. movie. I will say... Like, it makes th- sense for them to fall yeah. in love or whatever, and it I, wasn't... Also, the the Rock and Emily Blunt did have that chemistry. They do have the chemistry. I'm, ju- I'm not saying that they don't have that chemistry. There was foreshadowing for yeah. it. It wasn't like... I've been watching Merlin recently, and... That shit's fucking gay. Well, yeah, but, like, they've got this, like... There's the these two... The two romantic relationships that they're trying to, like, emphasize in season one are... Spoilers for the TV show Merlin, I guess, for I, BBC's you, Merlin. Do you want to know what my rule is? What? I was talking with somebody about, oh, God, what was it? It was some, like, movie or TV show that came out in, like, 2000. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am not. For things that have been out for over a decade, I the am... The statute of limitations the on The statute spoilers. of limitations on spoilers is... Like a decade. Honestly, like it's a decade long. I am not withholding spoilers for things that came out a decade ago. I don't think you have to say not to go on. This is a weird rant to go on. (laughs) You don't have to say spoilers for things that came out like Um. the doctor regenerates like, ooh. I mean, like, that's not a spoiler. Like everybody. Um, But like throw throw back to one. One of the times that something got spoiled for me where I actually cared was Doctor Who. I I mentioned to one of our friends like, oh, Rose is gone. And she went, which time? And I went, what? Like, yeah, Um. but like. The statute of limitations yeah. is t- like on spoilers is 10 years. I'm sorry <clears throat> if you didn't know that Ned dies or the fucking red wedding happens. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. The show has been out for 10 years. 
um we're 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 done yeah. like we're done with it we're we're <laughs> anyway, done this merlin point that i was gonna make <laughs> sorry to go on well, this weird just, rant so the, the two relationships that they're trying to like the two romantic relationship because they they're emphasizing merlin, the also, <clears throat> wasn't merlin friendship of- <laughs> between um uh, merlin was just side note wasn't merlin one of the first shows to like quote-unquote cast colorblind maybe because i know they cast i mean not to say that there weren't like black people in london yeah. in england in the like i will say like 10 hundred like 10 not, 10 not hundreds. To be that guy but the vast majority of the nobles are whites yeah <laughs> whites are white <laughs> and all of the like the the servants and the peasants are people of color not all of them but all of the people almost all the people of color on that show are peasants yeah and i'm like it's not a good look when they're like we're doing diversity and it's like <laughs> that's I what i say it, guinevere does become queen so like yeah but and then you know ch- cheats on the king anyway but it's like it's not a good look when merlin is when they're because I, I remember when people were talking about the show they were like the show is so great it's such a diverse cast <laughs> and then i was like yeah but like all of the people of color on the show are like cast as the like po- the, yeah, the, peasants. Po- the peasants the 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 servant the serving class yeah the serving class to all of the um <clears throat> let's get this correct um king arthur prince sorry Prince Arthur. Yeah. At the time. And I'm like And you know the knights. Almost all the knights are white. Yeah. Except Lancelot. Um right? No, Lancelot's white. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm watching the show. Oh right. Um, there was uh Elwyn is a person of color, but he's n- not a nobleman. Right. He, Wait, he be- I, but becomes was, a knight anyway. Who was Guinevere's first love interest? Le- Merlin? No, I'm trying to <laughs> Lancelot. Oh, I haven't watched the show in such a... I have um, not watched the show in such a long time. You know what show was really good mm-hmm. to go off on such a tangent that we don't we don't have to talk about it right now? Galifant. That show was good. That show slaps so hard. I have not rewatched it. I don't know how it's aged. I'm pretty sure... I've seen... Um, I have not watched it, but I saw clips of it on TikTok recently that aged pretty well. Yeah. My memory is that it was also really fun. But people do cherry pick. Yeah. Um, oh, that being said, the Merlin thing, the two romantic relationships that they're like teasing, like the slow burn relationships are um, uh, Guinevere and Merlin, which has the most like, it is the most like, hang on kind a of second, my computer says it's not charging a lesbian and a gay man in middle school. Not a gay man, a gay boy. Oh, that's not. A lesbian and a gay boy in middle school. Uh-oh. Sophia just turned all the lights off. We're ah! sitting in the dark now. Um, Uh-oh. Well, I was just going to say, like, um, the relationship between Merlin and Gwen is, like, it It feels so forced. And I don't think it's because the actors don't have chemistry. I think it's because they're both destined to end up with other people. Or they're both... Gwen and Merlin aren't supposed to end up together. And, like, they all know that going in because if you're familiar with the mythos of King Arthur, you know that Guinevere marries King Arthur and then leaves with Lancelot. Um, That being said, um, they, like, try to tease, like, a relationship between Gwen and Merlin, which doesn't, it's just, it feels so forced and it's so uncomfortable to watch. Not as uncomfortable as the other relationship. Because they try to tease, like, Morgana and Arthur, 
which is unfortunate Uh because they have the same father. Uh Uh-oh. They have the same father. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, sisters. And I, I don't know if they, like, had decided not to do that yet at that point. Or if they knew it was going to happen, but, like, because the characters don't know, decided to, like, tease it a little bit. But they've got, like, this, like, fun bantery thing going on and zero chemistry because they're siblings. And they're also raised as siblings. Uh Uh-oh. Not only are they Uh secretly related, they are raised as siblings. Sorry. Uh Uh-oh, brother and sister. Um, Anyway. Uh, I'm going to go grab my... Oh, nope, we're charging. Yay! Oh, but my phone's on the ground. But yeah, I've been watching Merlin and that my, my my main note right now is none of the romantic relationships have like any chemistry. Um, as opposed to Merlin and Arthur, who like Sorry about the terrible, terrible noises <laughs> I'm making over on this side of the table. Um I just like like I know it's it's really easy to look at uh uh shows from the mid mid to late aughts and early 2010s and be like oh my god this is so gay but like no 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 rewatching no, no. it the whole thing is like merlin's thing is he's secretly so he's secretly his magical whole character is written as closeted yeah that's his he, whole he's character he's like a closeted uh sorcerer not only that but he's a closeted sorcerer whose destiny is intertwined with arthur's literally like you can't like they're con- constantly referred to in the show as being like oh like he he says at one point oh arthur's gonna hate me and um so some like maybe it's the dragon says um what uh some one cannot truly hate that which makes it whole and i'm just like there it <clears throat> don't get gayer like, than that yeah uh what's really interesting to me is the first time i watched the show i didn't register it and in my defense, it's because I had played Merlin in a stage production of Knights of the Round Table and did not like the person who played Arthur. So that, like, the personal relationships of the cast of a middle school production of Knights of the Round Table colored my opinion of these characters. <laughs> um, oh, man. It's just, like, it's so gay. Yeah, it's... Not only is it very, like, gay in, like, a queer... Qu- not, like, it is queer baby, But, like, in a, in a like, queer-coded, queer-baited sense of the way. But it's it's gay in the, um... Like, the story. The, like, plot of the show yeah. is gay. It's not, like... When people talk about, like, supernatural being yeah. gay... It's that's, like, lines and reading into stuff and then, like, so teasing that's, the that's fans. That's, like, subtext. Yeah. This is the plot of the show is these two men. This is like the two actors having and like the writing having actual like tangible. Yeah. Like sexual chemistry. Yeah. And there's that. And then there's also the whole plot of the show is about these two men finding out that the only person they can trust is each other. Literally. Like. Literally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Time time for something completely different. Um, I had a couple of options to choose from this week, but uh, this is the one that um, was... Uh, this is the one that I picked. Uh, comes to us from CBS News. It is by Rachel Lane, or Laney. L-A-Y-N-E. Lane. Um, uh, Jesus Christ. So this is a... To be clear... 
this is a business this is a business article it's from money watch Mm. um the title is a i'm just gonna go with it the headline is listen up cheaper sleeker over-the-counter hearing aids may hit shelves next year the listen up is Mm. don't like that but it is it's a business article which is not normally what i go to when i'm looking for good news Okay. But they're talking about from a uh, kind of a business standpoint how they're going to make it cheaper. Okay. Okay. Um, in theory, millions of Americans with mild to moderate hearing loss should be able to walk into a drugstore today, buy devices akin to smartphone earbuds, and re-engage with the audible world as they exit the store. That they can't is another thing to blame on the pandemic. Oh, really? Is it though, or is it is it ableism? A little bit of that. But a little bit of the Food and Drug Administration has had its handful with the health crisis, missed its August 2020 deadline to propose rules for selling hearing aids over the counter under a 2017 law. So this was supposed to go forth in 2020. Right. Of course. And it didn't because of the pandemic. Of course. So it is partially the pa- like historically it's ableism that did this. Right. Right. But right, right. in this specific instance, the pandemic pushed back the ability to create different health stuff that wasn't pandemic related got it um according to the national institutes of health oh that's just the end of the previous sentence uh president joe biden last month signed an executive order uh nice uh president joe Short biden sweet. last month signed an executive order nudging the agency to finish draft rules within 120 days if that happens it could take about a year for the produ- products to start appearing in drugs drug stores experts say when the fda eventually does issue final rules experts hope it will unleash competition amongst consumer electronics companies for a global market that some estimate should jump 40 percent to 11 billion by 2028 so basically the 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 they want to make this into like a fun tech race which will drive prices down and quality up Okay. Okay, I see. By making it like the by making it into like a a competitive tech thing with branding, brands will want to make it so people buy their hearing aids over other people's so they'll make them better, last longer and cheaper. Oh, I got it. They're they're gaming capitalism. I got it. When the FDA eventually does issue, I don't know how this is all going to turn out, but I'm optimistic uh based on this article. Um, experts, I'm nodding my head. Ex- experts hope it will unleash competition among consumer electronics companies. Oh, I already said that. Uh, currently, only a handful of specialty device maker specialty device makers dominate the hearing aid market. Uh, uh, that's the end of that paragraph. <laughs> um, these over-the-counter devices should cost two hundred to eight hundred dollars, which is Way less than current hearing aids go for. No, current hearing aids are going for, they're going for like thousands. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. And not all insurance companies will cover them unless you are like mostly, like if you are partially deaf. Yeah. Um, but need, and, but it's like the health insurance business and it sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not much more to say about that. So, like, have you seen? Side note: Have you seen somebody? There was a Twitter thread, and it was like, 
I thought millennials can't afford houses because they broke their legs was a joke. No. Because it's somebody not from America who was like, I, I thought we were all kidding about avocado toast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. And let, yeah. Yeah. So the idea is to make this like um, like a, a tech arms race, basically. Um, <laughs> cool stuff, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I don't know that much about finances, <laughs> but I under I do understand that when one company makes a thing and people talk about how cool it is, all the other companies try to make that thing better. Yeah, let's just hope fucking Zucky doesn't get in the way. Yeah. Fucking hate that guy. Yeah. You know who can fight me behind a Denny's? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark fucking Zuckerberg. I will fight him behind a Denny's. Just him, though. Not his security team. Uh, These devices will be produced by companies like Bose, Samsung, and maybe Apple, said Dr. Justin Golub, an ear specialist at Columbia University. Columbia University Medical Center. Um, These are the really innovative companies that always compete to drive costs down and quality up. Constantly innovating and improving and proving value uh so we're pretty excited about this that's cool uh this article is very strange because it's a business article so the there's like a sub sub headline for this section which is just affects 40 million adults hearing loss is no minor ailment when you can't hear well you're more prone to slip into depression feel socially isolated and even be at a higher risk for dementia researchers have found in the U.S., it's a widespread problem. About 40 million adults suffer from some form of hearing loss, according to the National Institutes of Health. Yet most insurance, including most forms of Medicaid and traditional Medicare, do, don't, don't cover hearing aids. It says doesn't, but that's not how that... Which, requi- which require prescription. Um, some people are too embarrassed to wear what's historically been a clunky design. Uh, fewer than 30% of people who need hearing aids actually wear them, said Dr. Hope Lanter, head audiologist at healthcare services provider here.com. I I just want to throw out there that like, it's not always because they're embarrassed. Some people just, you know, yeah, don't want them. Yeah. Like, and that's a valid choice. Yeah. However, dragon costs down is going to be beneficial to a lot of people. Yeah. I think there is also a stigma around like, the big clunky ones. Yeah. And hearing loss in general. Yeah. And because I think there is also something about how sign language isn't um, taught in schools. Mm-hmm. So there isn't an alternative form of communication for everybody. So it's either you wear hearing aids, you don't, you can't, it's either you wear hearing aids, can't hear everyone. Or can't communicate mm-hmm. if you don't speak ASL. But if, like, everybody was taught at a young age ASL yeah. or, like, base, the alphabet, how to say their names, how to communicate, and we all knew that, it would be so much easier for literally everybody. Like, <laughs> yeah. and it's not, the thing is, the other thing is, ASL is not hard to teach people. Like, you can teach babies ASL. Like, it's not complicated and it's a really good form of communication for a lot of people and i know this is just my push that we should be teaching asls as like a subject 
at yeah. like in like first grade and kindergarten. Yeah. Because it's a really important form of communication yeah. for Everybody everyone. Should have the basics. The basics. Go go learn the alphabet if you have. Go already. learn the alphabet, and then and then when you have a friend who's deaf in your class with you, you sitting across from sitting you in psychology from class. You in psychology, you can um, sign. But the problem is, then your teacher would probably also know sign language, so that yeah. won't work. That only works if your teacher doesn't know sign language, which worked great for us. <laughs> but the other problem was, is I didn't know sign language. Yeah. But I figured some things out because there's no dirty words. This friend taught um, us. <laughs> I also know that lesbian and goat are very similar, but I can never remember which one's which. That being said, <laughs> um, adding the flashy sex appeal version of some of the companies that will put their stamp on these things will help, Lanter said. The sex appeal version is an interesting phrase. That's a. Um, okay. Even though some of our most manufactured. Most major manufacturers are out there doing extremely amazing jobs with hearing technologies. We still don't necessarily have that stamp from some of the bigger players that some people might find a little bit more attractive. Which is to say, like, cool brand name hearing aids. Yeah, and like, I... Hang on, my words just left me. Well, I... Hang on, let me get my tongue around my brain. Yeah, no, that's about right. Um, <laughs> well, I remember this friend from high school mm-hmm. who's deaf. He was talking about how he wants... He, he was talking about getting new hearing aids mm-hmm. that were Bluetooth and could connect to his phone so he could play music, which is something that I was like, oh, I had never even like, like thought of that level of accessibility mm-hmm. of getting like special... Getting that getting that level yeah of accessible because i knew what are you gonna do take them out and replace them with here uh like uh earbuds or like i think he had like specially designed headphones Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) yeah uh at about twenty five hundred dollars out of pocket cost on average (sighs) high end devices can Sorry, that's $8,000. That's so much money. Most adults can't afford hearing aids. At 14% and 14... I can't read today. And 14% of adults would be pushed below the federal poverty level if they spent that kind of money on hearing aids, according to one estimate. That's so much money. Yeah. Um, Brands like Bose reduce stigma is the next title of the next section. This is a very strangely formatted article, but I'm interested in the topic. Mm-hmm. And I thought I, I knew I knew you. I know that, you know, deaf people and know kind of have thoughts and opinions on this subject. Yeah. So I thought it would be an interesting. Yeah. Bring. Um, <laughs> less expensive hearing aids by known brands are currently available. Bose sells an $850 hearing design cleared by the FDA for direct-to-consumer online sales in five states, Massachusetts, Montana, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Texas, with plans to expand. Apple in 2013 began began including Bluetooth software for its iPhones that is compatible with hearing aids and offers other hearing-oriented device features, including dampeners and amplification. Costco, through its Kirkland brand, sells hearing aids for about $1,400. That's st- like yeah, that's that's a significant mi- markdown, but still a lot of money. I'm like thinking about that, and I'm like, that's still like, if you're not on insurance, yeah, that is still like, 
an amount of money that makes me want to vomit. Like, do you ever look at like the amount of money for things that things cost and you're like that price? Every time I have to do the copay or not the copay, whatever the like I haven't I have good insurance because I'm on my dad's insurance. Um, But I still every time I have to get my inhaler that I have to take twice a day so I can breathe. I'm like, this is so much money. Like, uh, yeah, but like every time I look at the price tag for some things, I'm just like, this makes me want to vomit. Disgusting. Like I, I um to shout out a YouTuber who I really like, Tiffany mm-hmm. Ferg. She just made a video essay about um dent like dentistry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called like good teeth are a luxury only the rich can afford. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing video. It it's really I highly recommend everybody go watch it because it's really really good. Um, but it just sort of talks about how not just having like nice teeth, but being able to afford like going and getting braces and orthodontic work or Invisalign and and all of that stuff is really something that only wealthy people can afford and like people die because of tooth like yeah tooth problems tooth infection like mouth infections tech companies are betting that sleeker design and over-the-counter sales will help eliminate stigmas of ageism and expand the market said brian mcguire who leads bows here bows here h no i I know but (laughs) um uh over time, we believe truly with greater accessibility and more people wearing hearing aids at lo- lower prices, they just might become more palatable. Weird word choice. Interesting. McGuire yeah. from Bose here. Interesting word choice. Told CBS Money Watch. Today, they are viewed. Mm. Sorry. There was something in my teeth. <laughs> Speaking of teeth. I can't. I keep. Th- now I can't stop thinking about my teeth. Um, this is. <laughs> sorry an ad started playing oh boy um you know when it's like um i hate to do this to you guys but my brain just did it to me those like old internet pranks where it would be like now you're aware that your tongue can't sit comfortably in your mouth now you're aware that your clothes are touching your body oh stop now you're aware of your teeth stop um today if you want to floss after this i appreciate that um I might even ha- i might even have a spare toothbrush. I appreciate. It. I I can wait until I get home. <laughs> I scroll through TikTok while I brush my teeth. You're valid. <laughs> um, today they're viewed almost as a prosthetic as opposed to a desirable t- consumer object, and we believe that should change. Capitalism. Yeah. On the one hand, a desirable commu- uh, a desirable consumer product means that people want to buy them so tech companies are fighting over customers which mean prices go down under like ideal capitalism that's how that works yeah under capitalism that like quote not that capitalism works but like under under the capitalism in reagan's wet dreams (laughs) jesus christ I I woke up a couple of days ago like the last weekend or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Just let me finish. I no, 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 no. I promise this connects. I woke up a couple of days ago, like last weekend, walked into the kitchen 
and and literally like sat down at the kitchen table and looked my father directly in the eyes and I said I fucking hate Ronald Reagan and my dad said looked at me and he said he's dead and I was like I don't care um (laughs) Um. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember when this was. I just remember, like, at some point, I just n- unprompted. There was just said I how much I fucking hated Ronald Reagan. My dad's response was, "He's dead," and I said, "I don't care." And good. Um, I hope he stays that way. I think fucking it was asshole. Reagan. Some terrible person recently had a like a terrible person who is now dead, um, who has been dead, um, had a statue put up of them, and on Tumblr, people were saying, "New gender neutral bathroom just dropped." <laughs> Um, nice uh mcguire and others point to reading glasses as an example of a similar shift you don't look at somebody who's wearing glasses or readers the same way you might with a hearing aid he said but believes that hearing aids will soon shake that stigma we believe that when they become more accessible over time over the generations they certainly will so this man is talk talks very strangely so is sorry is his goal to have like everybody I think his goal is like, you know how like back in ye olden days, unless you were rich or like blind, you didn't have glasses. Right. And now if you can't see it 2020, you wear glasses. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay. So everybody with like even a little bit of hearing loss. Okay. Because they'll be nice. They'll be, I, I'm not going to call glasses cheap, but. Yeah. They'll be less expensive and more accessible. Right. And more stylish, just like glasses. Right. Okay. Like, there are people who don't need glasses who wear glasses because it's stylish. Right. Um, and some people get mad at those people <laughs> for some reason. I'm like, listen, as long as you're driving the price of glasses down, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like reading glasses for vision is the next sub. This is a very long article. But we basically got to the long and short of it. Um, shall, we, shall we move on? Yeah. Oh, I just want to, the kind of little wrap up thing. Um, uh, over-the-counter hearing aids are only going to be for adults with perceived mild to moderate hearing loss, and they will be self-diagnosed, self-fit. Oh. The over-the-counter ones. Yeah. Like like readers. Right. Um, uh, for more severe hearing loss, you will still have to go through the pot go through the process and end up in the good care of either an audiologist or a hearing aid specialist. And usually that kind of stuff is covered by your insurance. Like that to that level, if you have that level of severe hearing loss, Mm -hmm. it's covered by a, yeah, it's covered by your insurance. It's that you you go to a medical doctor, you go to a, and get a prescription. You go to a person who's like, Oh yeah, you can't hear. Have these. Not an optometrist. Something else. An, an audiologist. An audiologist. Um, have I mentioned that I love my optometrist? Your eye, your eye doctor? I, have an, I also have a nice eye doctor. I just ordered a bunch of new glasses from an online person, an online retailer that I will not mention because they are not paying us. Mm. No free promotions here except for Crocs, I guess, because <laughs> we've talked about them a lot um. on the podcast. <laughs> Crocs. We're and not necessarily promoting Crocs. No. Just, um, we just both own Crocs and we yeah. both like wearing them a lot. Sorry, I have to stop talking about. Pay Do us. Do you remember the seduction slippers? S- shut 
Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> God. Um, anyway. Oh, what was the... Oh, uh, the FDA shares President Biden's desire to move things along and has been working diligently to draft new rules amid the pandemic. Issuing the proposed rule is a high priority for the FDA and the... Or for FDA... And the agency is committed to ensuring proper guardrails are in place to assure that over-the-counter hearing aids will be safe and effective option for consumers. Good. Yay. Um, I, what, what was I going to throw out there? I like this, but this article is... Um, I mean, it's a, it's from the Money Watch. Yeah, I'm like... Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just... In an ideal world things would be accessible and, and there would be a lot of options and they wouldn't be zillions dollar oh my god so much money oh my god so much money um in an ideal world um wealth would be distributed and we'd have universal health care but um we haven't eaten jeffrey yet on a related note i have this is not the head um, this is not the headline, but um, Dave Harbour, who's Hopper from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. And he was also in Black Widow, and he's going to be in the new Suicide Squad movie. Man, that that, that dude's everywhere. He, he And he's been in Hellboy. Um, he recently... I'm trying to find the exact quote that made me so happy. Um, well, there's a couple quotes that I really wanted to touch on real quick. But basically, he, he talks a little bit about... Uh, how much he believes in um socialism good for him yeah um i don't know that there's anyone who could disagree with socialist ideology if they know what it is (laughs) if you work at starbucks and you make the coffee then you should own it you're the one making the coffee but the fact is that the implementation of these things implementation of these things has led to some of the deepest fascist in our society so people assume that communism means fascism that's a terrible thing fact i love him uh his ideal society is the kindergarten type society where we share things as opposed to this world where we're all hunting and killing and destroying for our own personal hoarding our own personal greed he also talks about how when he was in his 20s, a cat saved him from depre- like crippling depression. Can I it's say, a great interview. Can I make an assumption about David Harbour? Mm-hmm. And I pray to God he never hears this. Okay. Because if he does and I ever have to meet him face to face, I think I'm going to c- turn the color of a tomato. But um, unlike DJ Khaled, I think... <laughs> I knew that's where we were going with this. <laughs> I knew that's where we were going with this. <laughs> Should I even should I even finish the sentence? If you know, if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, I'm not gonna. If you yeah. don't, there's too much internet knowledge in that one sentence. Yeah. Unlike unlike DJ Khaled, David Harbour knows what's up. Yeah, that's that's a fair statement. Um, and um, that way, you know, if David Harbour ever hears this, I don't know if he understands that. Yeah. But if he does, he, he has to make the leaps. He has to. Um, he has to. He has to figure it out. Yeah. Um. I, I just want to throw out, so the this interview was through The Guardian, and the headline was, David Harbour, I've always been waiting to be 40 years old. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. What an icon. Me too. I can't wait to what be- What a man. I can't wait to be 40. No, I can wait to be 40. I think I have some time. Listen, I'm happy to be 
I'm happy to be. Good. Me too. Um, Speaking of things, let's move on to the middle bit. Yeah. We, oh, before we get into that part, mm-hmm. again, I would just like to shout out, um, oh boy, oh, water. He's like, what the hell are you doing? Speaking of water, line three, stuff, shit's still going down there. Yeah. Um, there are, I don't have it right in front of me, um, but uh, resist, it's either stopline3.org or, yep, or yeah stopline3.org has a ton of resources that you mm-hmm. can go to to sign petitions um contact your state reps donate donate all of those things um and once again we say it every time on the podcast drink water you need you literally need it to survive uh water is life and yeah stopline3 yeah. Um, people are out there every single day um, trying to stop this uh, pipeline from going in. So, again, not good news, but it is the news. So yeah. that's what I just want to... Do what you can. I just want to put that out there again this week. And I'll keep putting it out there every fucking week. Forever, forever, forever. Um, yeah. So the other thing... Um, what else? Our Twitter and Instagram, not Instagram. Twitter, H-Y-H-T-G-N podcast. Email, H-Y-H-T-G-N podcast at gmail.com. Um, we. Exciting news. Exciting news. Next week, mm-hmm. we are going to be um, talking about. We're going to guest star. We are going to. our friend of the podcast, Jack's podcast. Friend of the podcast, Jack's podcast, exiting through the 2010s. Um, we're going to be on his podcast, his his movie podcast, talking about our movie, The Meg. The Meg. In on- I'm so excited. In honor of Shark Week, which I guess is like Shark Month or whatever. Well, so so I, I know the tea. Oh, you know the... So Discovery got acquired and they're doing a big shift. And they so normally Shark Week is mid to late August. This year it was mid July because they wanted to get it done before the like ownership shift thing. So that's the tea. But we had planned initially that it was going to be during Shark Week that we were doing the Meg. When we thought Shark Week was going to be the time it normally is. Yeah. Um, So. In honor of Shark Week. In honor of Shark Week. In honor of Shark Week. We are going to be on Jack and Clay's podcast um, next week. Exiting through the 2010s. Talking about our favorite movie. The Meg. The Meg. Our favorite movie in the world. The Meg. We're going to watch it tonight after this. Yeah. We're going to watch the bonus features, which I've never seen before. Me neither. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. I'm really excited. Um, my, I've uh, established a new goal in life, which mm-hmm. is to get Jason Statham to sign my copy of The Meg. Uh, you, do you have a headline for me? I do. And I feel like my headline that for the article that I'm reading, I could give you without context and we could move on. But honestly, uh, I want to read more to you because mm-hmm. holy, sh- holy shit. Yeah. Also, there's a rabbit. There is a separate rabbit hole that we could go down with this article, but I don't feel like it because I feel like it's kind of depressing. But mm-hmm. I can touch on it a little bit because there is a fucking rabbit hole um, to be gone down. So I, I'm going to read you the headline. What if it's the article that I'm talking about? I'm going to read you the headline, let you process, and then I want to read you just the first little, like, the preview chunk of it. Okay. Because I I love the way, I love the way it's written. It's very fun. Okay. So this comes to us from W Magazine. Okay. It's by Megan Fredette. Okay. Is this your article? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Not yet. Well, there's a lot of different. Yeah. 
Um, here's Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, voguing in feathers and lemay chaps. <laughs> I've heard about this. Are you sitting down? <laughs> if not, grab a chair because Daniel Radcliffe is here to sashay his way onto your television screen. In a clip from season three of TBS's Miracle Workers, Radcliffe pr- portrays a pioneer era man of God who has a very secret, very fabulous diva alter ego. Apparently, someone saw Tom Holland's rendition of Umbrella and perhaps felt a bit competitive. Oh my God. What the fuck? That is. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe playing a priest. Have you watched any of Miracle Workers? That show's fucking wild, by the way. I've been meaning to. Uh, this made me want. So, so the, I love Daniel Radcliffe. So the, and his weird, it's weird an an, it's his, an anthology he, series. I don't know is. if you know that. So the first season, all of the characters, Steve. Bu- so in the first season, Steve Buscemi is playing God. Oh, nice. Um, and he is looking at the world, and he's severely depressed, and he wants to end the universe. And Daniel Radcliffe is playing an angel in the complaints de- in the in the miracles department. Mm-hmm. And it is his job to basically stop the end of the world mm. with another angel. And that's that, fun. They're mir- they're miracle workers. Yeah. They work miracles. Mm-hmm. But um, he is. They they can't. They have like the miracles have rules, so they mm-hmm. can't be like. It, it's. I watched the first like four or five episodes. Um, and then my mom got bored, but she told me I couldn't watch any more of them without her. So <laughs> I never actually like finished watching the show, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But um, it's got like this cast is stacked. It's like Steve Buscemi, Daniel Radcliffe, um, an actor whose name I'm forgetting, but he was, he, you know, the did you see Deadpool? Yes. The cab driver. Mm. Him. Um, and you've watched Taskmaster, right? Yeah. Lolly Adipofe. Yeah. She's in it too. Um, at least in the first season. I don't know if she's in the other seasons, but she's amazing and I love her very much. Anyway. I love Taskmaster. <laughs> she's so good on that show. Anyway, she's in the first season. Um, but yeah, the show is very, very good, but it's an anthology series and nice. at the very least. And then uh, I'm forgetting who the, the other character is who's like alongside Daniel Radcliffe like the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting what her name is, but I also just want to throw out. I've watched the scene. Um, that this. I feel like we're all forgetting that Daniel Radcliffe, like right after Harry Potter, literally. Well, he was still in Harry Potter. It was oh, it was before the last movie came out. Right. Okay. Yeah. He was, he was naked on Broadway. He was literally like naked on Broadway. Yeah. With no, the, he's, he only does weird projects, and I love that for him. Yeah. Pretty much. The the wildest thing to me about this clip is the fact that he's burlesque dancing to She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain, which is the possibly the worst possible choice mm-hmm. for a burlesque song. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was like, what, the 18... In the show. Yeah. What else do you... Pioneer ha- era. But there's definitely folk music from that time that's not that. Sure. But for a, for a priest... Anyway... I'm not talking about body sailor songs. <laughs> um, yeah, but the show is the show is really funny. Mm. I would would recommend it very much. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the the first like four episodes of the first season were very very good. 
Um, but I and I don't know why my mom got bored with them because she's crazy. She's not. Probably had other stuff she wanted to watch. Yeah. We were like looking for so much media. We were looking for a show to watch. And I was like, I've heard this is really good. And my mom was like, "Okay, I guess we can watch it. And then she was like, I don't want to watch this right now, but you can't watch anymore without me. And I was like, well, what the hell do you what the what the fuck am I supposed to do, mom? Like and now she's like, oh, can we watch that? I hear it's really good. And I'm like. Well, you didn't want to watch it. That's a very mom thing to do. A year and a half ago. So what am I supposed to do now? Do you want to hear my article? I would love to My hear article's article. a little old. Mm-hmm. It is from June 4th. So like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it is from Forbes, mm-hmm. which is not somewhere I think we've ever pulled from before. Um, hang on. I got to move my mic so I can actually like. Yeah, nice and close. <laughs> not i mean sorry <laughs> these mics are designed for you to be right up on them so mm-hmm. god this fucking headline and among us chicken nugget from a bts meal just sold for an insane price <laughs> say that sentence to somebody from 2016 <laughs> And Among Us Chicken Nugget from a BTS meal just sold for an insane price. Would you like to see a picture of this chicken nugget? Sure. Um, hang on. Let me. I have to pull up a picture of this chicken chicken nuggie um, because it's fucking it's it is pretty buck wild. Uh, this chicken nugget. Um, that's the chicken nugget. It, it looks like one of them little bean dudes from Among Us. It really does look like one of them little bean dudes from Among Us. Um, if I was going to provide an image description of this chicken nugget, I don't know how I would do that. It's like a chi- so imagine a McDonald's chicken nugget, but there's two legs. legs. But it, uh, imagine like kind of a, two little like a, two little stumpy legs. Yeah, like a like kind of your your like generic. It's oblong, oval, oval leggies. That's not the word. Oval shaped leggies. Chicken nugget with two little stump legs coming out two the bottom. Two little stumpy leggies. And a very defined, uh, like very defined legs. Yeah. It's not like lumpy. Okay. Imagine one of the men from Among Us. But if somebody, doesn't, fried. If somebody doesn't know what that looks like. Imagine a bean with legs. <laughs> bean with legs. There we go. Okay. Have you seen the, the thing that it was like um, summer of 2020 was really all, all the, the was really about the competitive games with colorful beans because there was Among Us and Fall Guys got really popular at the same time. Yeah. And they're both they're, they're both bean little bean men. What? What's the most responsible use of your time? Getting a degree or combining thorough. Uh, Combining through... Combing? Combing, thank you. Combing through piles of oddly shaped meat. Based on an extensive study with a sample size of one... I'm going Extensive? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it's the latter. On May 28th, somebody listed... Um, a you just, just really quick... Um, uh, what, can, you, can you repeat that? The, the beginning, the question what's the what's the more responsible use of your time getting a degree or combing through oddly piles combing through piles of oddly shaped meat 
Um, if you want to do both of those things, you can become a proctologist. <laughs> no, that's the... Do proctologists that's also, a look at the, doctor. also look at the front part? <laughs> like, what do you call a doctor who looks at dicks and balls? Urologist. Urologist. Let me, Have, let me take that joke again. Do you want me to read that? Yes. Do you want me to read one I'm going to leave this whole thing. Do in. you want to get a clean? We can yeah. get a clean take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I'm just thinking, sorry, I'm thinking about that TikTok. Have you seen that TikTok? I wish I had the the, the at of this person where she's like, um, hey, are you excited for your date? And person B is like, yeah, I've never gone on a date with a weatherman before. Person A is like, a weatherman? She's like, yeah, you said you're setting me up on a date with a meteorologist. Said, no, you're going on a date. I said you're going on a date with a pretty hefty male reproductive male reproductive organ doctor no you said i'm going on a date with a meteorologist no i said you're going on a date with a meteorologist i always think about the um the a meteorologist a meteorologist i don't know if that's that like specific brand of humor came from it but i feel like this is what really popularized that brand of humor which was the um we need to make the dinosaurs meteor. <laughs> yeah. Meteor? Meteor. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. What's the more responsible use of your time? Getting a degree or combing through piles of oddly shaped meat? I mean, if you want to do both of those things, you can become a urologist. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Based on an extensive study with a sample size of one, I'm going to go ahead and say it's the latter. On May 28th, somebody listed a chicken nugget shaped like a character from the gaming phenomenon Among Us on eBay. And then... I just want to throw out that mm. it's always weird when people refer to them as characters because it's just, it's color... It's different, blue. Different colors of the same... Guy. The same little cartoon. Same little guy. In different colors. And he's just a little bean man. And sometimes little, he wears hats. Just some just a little guy. Sometimes just, just some guy. Just a little guy. And then, because this is of course twenty twenty one and things are sort of getting I really like the way this article is written. And things are sort of getting out of hand. It was then sold for ninety nine thousand nine hundred and seven ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety seven dollars. I'm just gonna go ahead and call that a hundred thousand dollars. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh-huh. You could pay for a degree. Uh-huh. You could pay for a year of medical school with that, probably. I don't know how much medical school costs, actually. The seller promises that the nugget in question will be frozen and sealed before transit as to maintain as close to freshness as makes sense in this particular situation. So did they seek out? This nug? Well, so I guess the BTS meal. Okay. As opposed to the normal, I don't know if you know about the chicken nugget shapes in the McDonald's. I know they all have names. So there's the boot and the ball, and those are the only ones that I remember. They they uh, the bell. They all have specific like shapes. Yeah. The the the, sh- the most common shapes that chicken nuggets from McDonald's can come in have names. Yeah. There's like boot. And ball, which is just round, and bell. But I guess in the official, like, so BTS, the Korean K-pop band, mm-hmm. BTS. The Korean K-pop band. Shut, 
shut the fuck up. Bell, bow tie, ball, and boot. Thank you. Um, bow, I googled it. Bow tie. I had no idea about bow tie. Okay. So the BTS did a collab. Collab? What the fuck am I even talking about? Fucking Jesus Christ. They did a collab <laughs> with McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And had a beach they had the bts meal interesting which came with like other special things it was like a happy meal but for adults oh it's not bone it's it's not bow tie it's bone depending on who you ask okay that's weird sorry (laughs) i'm really fascinated by these mcnuggies i okay so um it i guess it came with other things i don't know i don't care i am no bts stan I don't even follow K-pop. I, like I'm, I've listened to some K-pop in my day. I'm aware of K-pop. I'm aware it comes up. I'm not. I'm not hip with the kids. <laughs> 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 I, I, my knowledge of K-pop is about the same as my mom's knowledge of literally anything I'm interested in. <laughs> I okay wait hang on I was with my mom today and she said something and I literally thought she said to me like your mind is huge king and I was like what did you just say and she said something else and I was like okay because I thought you said your mind is huge king and she said why would I have said that and I was like it's internet like speak and I was I was gonna be like really impressed because I didn't teach it to you (laughs) Um, um, do you ever have to look up slang on Urban Dictionary and yeah. feel really old? Yeah. I had to look up the word chuggy, <laughs> which is awkward because it means out of touch. Yeah, that's pretty. Ch- I was about to say it's pretty chuggy. I don't care. Chuggy. Out of touch in a cringe way. I yeah. Guess. I don't ca- call me chuggy. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. But like, OK. Um, So I guess the BTS meal. I guess had different shaped. Sorry, my lip itches and I don't know why. <laughs> You're valid. I guess the BTS meal, some of the nuggies mm-hmm. had different shapes, but the other items within some of them were like collectible or mm-hmm. like everybody when it first dropped specialty toy. Yeah. Everybody was like rushing to try to collect everything in the BTS meal mm-hmm. or whatever. But I guess also some of the nuggies, some of the nuggies, I, whatever, came, had different shapes. And we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it would also come with some of McDonald's Szechuan sauce, which, as we all know, um, which itself became an internet sensation, thanks to Rick and Morty um, and all of that. The article says, which itself became an internet sensation in 2018 thanks to rick and morty and you know everything (laughs) i really like the way this article is written because it just it feels like this person is like what the fuck is going on okay same so the nugget got a big bit of a boost once it was featured on the official among us twitter account but only after it had already reached 34 thousand that's enough to buy. By the way, that's enough to buy. This is I, I don't know why I know this off the top of my head. That's enough to buy like a Tesla Model S. 
that's enough to buy a car like a nice one um which i would consider an, an unusually high price for a single mcdonald's chicken nugget i, I really am enjoying the way you, this article you know is written I would pay for a mcdonald's chicken nugget N- zero nothing yeah how much it costs oh you can't eat them because it would make me sick yeah oh this them. article by the way is written by dave thyer Thier, um who's a senior contributor at forbes your mind is <laughs> your mind is huge king um the way you are writing this article which is under gay the game section this article is fucking gold it's so good it's so funny okay um the the tweet from the official among us twitter page is there is a thirty four thousand four hundred and forty three dollar and forty three cents among us chicken nugget on sale and i don't know how to feel about it but also question mark question mark i want it question mark um and then a picture of the brown among us guy and Mm. the chicken nugget nice um this is, uh, of course, just the latest example of meme-powered capitalism coursing through the pandemic-addled minds slash economy. Dogecoin was a dumb joke from the mid-2000s until it briefly wound up with a market cap of $90 billion. NFTs of freely available digital art pieces sell for tens of millions, and the stock of deeply troubled video game retailers was remained inflated by some something like a factor of 10 etc etc you know what i think the best nft would be what somebody's nudes jesus christ sell your own nudes as an nft as a power (laughs) move that would be really funny um i just really like how daniel thayer who's writing this article kind of doesn't give a shit he's like i don't know what is happening with kids these days, but it sure is, and it's affecting the economy. Literally. Um, historically, inflation in the high-end market can enter, end, can be interrupted as a sign, interpreted as a sign of economic turmoil. It represents consolidation of wealth in global elites, as well as massive amounts of liquidation of capital, with little useful with little useful to do besides seek ways to multiply itself. The meme economy... (laughs) Hate that. We live in a society. Hate that. Feels like an absurdist prematuration of an old pattern as the... You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of... Which... This this reminds me of the time some artist literally took a banana and a piece of duct tape and taped it to a canvas and was like here 40 million dollars which is just a way to avoid taxes because if you buy art you can write it off on your taxes which is fucking ridiculous um feels like an absurdist you you know what art should go for more 40 million dollars nfts of nudes yes yeah um feels like an absurdist prematuration of that old pattern as the vast majority of humanity scrapes by to merely survive on a day-to-day basis, the ultra-wealthy are able to casually toss gigantic piles of cash at whatever they feel like and somehow get richer in the process. The only thing more ridiculous than a chicken nugget selling for <laughs> selling for 100,000 nuggets would be the same chicken nugget selling for $200,000 the next week, making the initial decision to spend six figures on a compressed on compressed meat a rational decision trust me it's you, not you impossible know, you know what kind of compressed meat should be sold <laughs> sorry 
That's the end of the article, though, which I feel like this. I loved this article. You. uh, His his bio is down here. He says, I've been writing about video games professionally for 12 years. Good for and you. And this is what I'm writing about. Today. You know what's a video <laughs> so game? So do you want to know what the rabbit hole that... So there are other... Sorry. Just... I tried to say, you know what's a great video game? And I said, you know what's a video game? <laughs> <laughs> what is a video game? What is a video game? Um, it really depends on who you ask. <laughs> so, okay. So there are other... This is like the one that made the most money but mm-hmm. there have been i guess other the, i first heard about this in a tiktok but there are other among us chicken nuggets that are also being sold for ridiculous amounts of money because they look like the among us they're characters. chicken nuggets they are chicken nuggets so this got picked up by the way good chicken nuggets. so i first heard about this from somebody who i follow on tiktok mm-hmm. who talks trigger warning by the way for um sex trafficking um but she talks about sex trafficking and her she was trafficked and her experience of that mm-hmm. because this has been picked up by the QAnon people they think mm-hmm. that people are selling BTS chicken nuggets on eBay but they're actually selling children so sh- the QAnon, the QAnon conspiracy theorists, the Q- the QAnon conspiracy theorists, and here's another article that I I didn't want to read the whole thing because I I it's not good news, but it is like yeah. it's kind of an interesting rabbit hole to go down, mm-hmm. but it's not as funny as the fact that the BTS chicken nugget is selling. But uh, the this headline is a hundred thousand chicken McNugget triggered a child sex trafficking conspiracy theory. I mean, they'll they'll turn anything into a conspiracy theory. Yeah, they'll turn any food based thing into a sex trafficking conspiracy. No, theory. do you remember that the the Hillary Clinton pizza restaurant? L- literally, like what the fuck? But basically, it was like QAnon these hears about food and they're like, how can we make this? P- literally, the liberals? literally, it was literally it was um, this rare chicken nugget is rare, seems fishy must be child sex trafficking is pretty much um, what the far right QAnon conspiracy of, theorists did. Right, have you seen that thing where people slow down Ben Shapiro talking and about sounds, abortion and, and he, he sounds, sounds like a drunk frat yes, boy? Yes, yes, I have. You, I think you sent that to me. But basically people were like, um, people like believe it because they're like $15,000 is the same price as people traffic children for. And it's like, First of all, where are you getting those numbers? Like, I don't know if that's... It sounds... I don't know. Is that... I don't know anything. First of all... I was like, how... So the video, the video that I saw... The normal amount? So the video that I saw, this... Right, okay. So their at on TikTok is is Bloodbath and Beyond. Incredible. It's a great at. Mm -hmm. Um... And they were a victim of trafficking, but they talk about how in other videos, they talk about how most trafficking is done by like in similar like crimes. It's done by people, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not like some like sure. Some of it is like CD underground shit, but like <laughs> nobody's like people are not like 
putting children up for auction on eBay yeah. as chicken nuggets. Like, note, speaking of things you can auction on eBay and things you can't auction on eBay. A soul. Is that what you were about to talk about? You can't sell a soul on eBay because either a soul isn't real and you can't sell things that aren't real on eBay. Correct. Or a soul is real, in which case it counts as a human body part, which you cannot sell on eBay. (laughs) Correct. Um, That makes me laugh. It's Um, so funny. My favorite thing is when people sell haunted objects on ebay and they have to put a disclaimer and they're like listen i'm selling the object not the ghost (laughs) for legal reasons but anyway so we'll get the ghost with the object so that's how i heard that's how i first heard about also i just QAnon is ridiculous because they don't actually care the QAnon conspiracy theorists don't actually care about the most um high risk people just as a thing about sex trafficking QAnon conspiracy theorists don't actually care about the people who are at most high risk for sex trafficking, which are, yes, children. Children they are don't at high care risk. about any actual issues. They just want a reason to. Yeah. Children are at a high risk for sex trafficking. But like. It's the highest risk level for people at tra- sex trafficking are homeless LGBTQ plus kids. Yeah. And. Far-right QAnon conspiracy theorists don't give a shit about homeless LGBTQ plus teenagers. Like, those people are at the highest risk for sex trafficking, like, statistically. So, and it literally says in this Rolling Stone article, the very last, in the very last paragraph, it says, because the vast majority of sex trafficking, of trafficking victims are marginalized young people such as LGBTQ plus or homeless teens. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's get the facts straight that, like, like QAnon doesn't care about <laughs> the people who are at risk of the things that they accuse people yeah, of doing. Yeah, so I didn't want to read that whole thing. Yeah. I just thought I should bring it up. Yeah. Because it's fucking ridiculous. First of all, it's ridiculous that a chicken, a single chicken nugget sold I, for sold for um a year and a half. I like to put things in tuition. It sold for a year and a half of tuition at like a private institution. Mm. Of, of undergraduate institution in America. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, um. like, who, what, who bought it? Um. And did they eat it? I should hope not. <laughs> I hope they think that it's like, like Funko Pops or Beanie Babies, where they're like, someday this is going to be worth so much. God, disgust. Absolutely revolting. Um, what was I going to say? Um, did it did it come with sauce? No idea. <laughs> I don't know if they sold the sauce. But like, isn't that... Buys a $100,000 chicken nugget, sends it back because it didn't come with sauce. Goes to, go, goes to a McDonald's and is like, hi, I have this chicken nugget. It's a hundred. I have a BTS chicken nugget. Can I have the Szechuan sauce, please? <laughs> this is all a long con. Yeah, I... It, oh, my God. But, like, can you imagine spending $100,000? No. You could buy a house. Could you buy a house? No. Not in... Co- not- Maybe. Some... There are definitely places where you could. Yeah. Probably not in Massachusetts. Certainly not in the Boston area. Yeah. Um, there's an apart. There's an apartment. An apartment 
in P-Town and it had a for sale sign. So I went to the website just to see and it was three and a half million dollars for an apartment. Disgusting. Anyway, there are way better uses for your money than spending a hundred thousand dollars on a fucking chicken nuggie. You go to the store, you buy some ground chicken, you shape it into an Among Us man, you batter and fry it. You've got your own um, Among Us chicken nugget. Yeah, but it's not a McDonald's chicken nugget. (laughs) You can make a McDonald's chicken nugget. What you do, here's what you do. You go to you go to McDonald's. You apply for a job. You get the job. <laughs> you work this your is, way up. This is the long con. This is how you <laughs> you work your way to fry cook. Or actually you you couldn't you probably couldn't do it as fry cook. Whoever you work your way to whatever job cuz they probably get them frozen and then deep fry them. Yeah. So you you work your way into the like meat processing factory. <laughs> you make you make among Us chicken nuggets. You also make dinosaur chicken nuggets. Not, not, not for this reason. Just because I think McDonald's should have dinosaur chicken nuggets. You, but no, no, no. But you sneak them. You this. You sneak them home with you. Well, what what you got to do is you got to know somebody at every stop on the way, so you can. Because it's not a McDonald's. This chicken is starting nugget. to sound like a fucking Ocean's Eleven movie. Just, just heist movie about McDonald's. Like this is starting to sound like. A fucking SNL skit. <laughs> you you need somebody at the meat processing factory to shape it. You need somebody who drives the truck of frozen food to the McDonald's. Well, but the thing is, you need enough hype because nobody's gonna give a shit. Yeah. Unless they already know. What you gotta do is you gotta figure out what the next hottest game is going to be. Game. Well, I guess yeah, game would be correct. And then, Certainly not Cyberpunk seventy seven. Yeah, it's a it's here, here's what you do. You find out you you get but an the reason, insider at Epic Games and find out what Fortnite season fifty is going to be. <laughs> 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 then you make something that is shaped like something iconic from Fortnite season fifty. Oh my god, is that what what season are they even on? I have no idea, but I feel like fifty hasn't happened yet. No, 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 no definitely but not. But isn't that far in the future? Because they go through seasons like every couple weeks. Really? I think so. No, they can't go through seasons that quickly. I feel like they were what, just on season, season like seven. Oh no, it is it is season seven right now. Never mind. Fortnite oh my god, I'm so good. I don't I've never played a game of Fortnite once in my entire life. I played Fortnite before it was cool, which is to say I played Fortnite when it was just like a free um version of, it was basically the free version of PUBG. Mm. And there was very there was not a lot of content. And also, there was no way to mute the voice chat. So we got, my sister and I played for for two weeks, and then a 12-year-old called me a slur, and I went, I'm not going to play this game anymore. Yikes. However, I'm going to out her because she doesn't listen to the podcast. My sister still plays Fortnite. My sister's fiance was at a bar the other night, and she recognized a song because she had heard it on Fortnite. Revolting. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely revolting. Vomitous behavior. <laughs> Disgusting. Poor Emily. Disgusting. Um, yeah, so here's what you're going to do. Find <laughs> out what Fortnite Season 10 is. Once you know what Fortnite Season 10 is going to be, 
this is like you this shape is a like... chicken nugget. You get somebody at the meat processing plant to shape the meat. That person better get a huge cut. That person better get the biggest cut of however much you take home of this because working at the McDonald's meat processing plant sounds like a nightmare to me. Like those people are the most essential of essential workers because everybody eats fast food. Not some people are snobby, but you know, like fast food is a multi-trillion dollar industry. Literally. And the people who work in meat processing have the worst jobs, have the worst jobs that again, nobody wants to yeah. do and they're not so, getting paid enough. Anyway, I'm not going to go on they, another rant. I've been on shape, too many in this episode. Shape it like something iconic from the upcoming Fortnite season 10, <laughs> uh, you know, batter or i feel like it it could be that should they should shape it like fucking olaf like from frozen yeah i think fortnite season 10 is funnier yeah okay also is olaf still relevant no um, i don't know is frozen 3 coming out who's to say um so you make the you make these specifically shaped nuggets you pass them along to the driver of a mcdonald's truck that brings the nuggets from the meat processing facility to the restaurants they hand it off to the fry cook well, actually, you might need... I'm sure the Fry Quick sometimes picks up deliveries. Um, I'm just trying to get as few people as you need. Because right now there's a truck driver, there's the meat processing plant. Then you need the Fry Cook, the person who's working the cashier. Though at a small enough McDonald's location, you could have that be the same person. And then you need you need a plant to be the person to buy it and be like, Oh my God, look at this. Or, or you know what you, you, know what you could also do? What? You could have it be like like a mukbang person Ooh, who does like, like like somebody who's kind of famous yeah somebody who's kind of famous who who does like for eating for eating but they buy they'll buy like 200 chicken nuggets in one yeah. in like one go so they have a higher likelihood this yeah. is the stupidest <laughs> <laughs> you you don't like mcdonald's Fortnite heist i'm so- <laughs> i really thought you know I thought we hit our peak with Lobzilla. <laughs> Turns out it was our peak. This is rock bottom. <laughs> and now we know our height and now we know our low. So we can plan um, everything, all of the movies in between. Thank you so much for listening. You have heard the good news about chicken nuggets and Daniel Radcliffe's shaking his ass. Yeah. Um, and... Hearing aids. Uh, hearing aids. What was the other thing? Jaguars. Jaguars. Oh, and David Harbour. David Harbour being a diehard socialist. Yeah. Not a surprise. D- J- David Harbour just being rad in general. Yeah. Um, Again, stop and you've line- heard the news about Line 3. Yep. Uh, Stopline3.org um, to help with that. Mm-hmm. Help stop it, not mm-hmm. help with it. You, the- you know what we're <laughs> Pipeline people don't need your help. No. Um, thank you so much for listening. I've been Cat Slash Dylan. I've been Sophia. You have heard the good news. Good night and good news. And I will catch you on the flip side.